Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to say a few things. One, I don't know about restrictions and stuff like that, so I'll keep you posted as soon as I find out if we can go ahead with these shows that are happening around the country and even in Melbourne. One show I do know that is absolutely going ahead, though, is the August 4 one at Stupid Old Studios, the filming of Talks. So if you want to come and see a show that I put in so much effort into, and I'm really, really proud of it, that's why I'm filming it, come along August 4 at Stupid Old Studios in Brunswick at 8 o'clock. So it's a Wednesday night, and tickets are at joshuel.com.au. Only $12, so I'd love a full audience so it sounds and looks really good on the recording. Also, thanks everyone who's been Patreon subscribing. Numbers are going up. So my plan is I want 500, 500 subscribers before the end of the year. We're, we're ticking along, ticking along. Every week you'll get a brand new episode of Top 5. This week's one with Jackson Bailey. We're talking about milk. is very, very, very funny. So uh, I'll put the, uh, a little preview out on Friday of that. So go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Help me keep the lights on. Help me keep the podcast ticking along. If you can't do that, um, go to iTunes, give it five stars, Apple Podcasts, five stars, or just share it along among your friends and work colleagues. You know, got something to talk about. Go, hey, uh, you should listen to this podcast. That's all I need to say. Enjoy this very funny episode with Kirsty Wiebeck, Adam Knox, Steve Fidge, and Michael Schaefer right after this music. Hello, and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Joshua, and this week I discovered I share my name with a South Wales junior cricketer who is a bowler, and his best figures in his career are 5 for 18 in a match he'd played in 2015. Now, I could have been spending the time finding this information with my kids, just so you know, just so, <laughs> just so you listeners know that, okay? Hey, are this is your first time... Googling? Is that why you would have found the information with them? Yeah, they could. Have, we could have had it. Hey, come on, let's type in Dad's name to Google and see what comes up. <laughs> a bit of family. How time. many Josh Ls are out there? How many episodes? Do you find a different Josh L every episode? I try and find a different one. It's, it's 259 episodes. This one, and mm. I've I've gone back to a few. There's a really famous, not really famous, but he's um he's won Emmys for editing. He he's Ooh, he's yeah. done all right. And there's a, a English soccer player who plays in like Division Three at the minute, but. When he was 20, there was like talk of him maybe making the England squad. But do you reckon you're more you're the most famous Josh Earl that you've discovered? I, I, I mean, my, this this kid taking five for eighteen. I know he's pretty good for Wales, but I don't know. I, I, it, there Josh was a time, Earl, Michael, but maybe not now. Yes. Josh Earl, the editor, even though he's won Emmys, he probably hasn't had as much experiences as you having to do podcasts over Zoom and then cut out people talking over your intro <laughs> immediately <laughs> as soon as they think of a mild joke they could tell about something that you said that sounded like it might have meant something else. Hey, who, who are those voices? Let's hear them now. Okay, our first guest is the only person in the entire world who has her name. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Kirsty Wiebeck. Yay. Yay. This is why I can't host it because each week I'd be like, yep, yeah. there's still no one else called Kirsty Wiebeck. <laughs> it might like promote people to have a child and call it Kirsty Wiebeck. Yes. 
Just Me, so in fact. Get on the pod. I'll do it. All right. Great. <laughs> hey, also joining us is a man who shares his name with the Senior Sales Development Manager for Danfross Editron. Now, this is a company that works in marine propulsion, so engines and stuff. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Michael Schaefer. Wow. Thank you. I didn't think there would be another Michael Schaefer because um, the spelling of my name is quite uh, unique when in the Schaefer world. Well, he goes by Mike Schaefer, but I, I'm guessing Mike's short for Michael. Yeah, presumably. Yeah. I hate being called Mike. It makes me feel like a man and I don't like that. Oh, I, reckon, <laughs> I reckon Mike sounds more like a kid's name. Mickey oh yeah, there's one, person at the, there's one person at work, by the way, at the project who calls me Mike and uh, it's been four years and I have, I'm yet to have the courage to oh. tell him to cut it out. <laughs> Love those kind of consultations. All right, our next guest, when you type her name into Google, the related searches are Deirdre Fidge Age and Deirdre Animal Crossing. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Deirdre Fidge, yay! What, what's the Animal Crossing situation? I don't know. I don't know if it's my Google because my kids are obsessed with Animal Crossing They're obsessed at the with me. They're, yeah, they're constantly and, Googling and me. My like, wife is obsessed Love with you. Love that yeah. lady. For a second, also, I thought they meant people were looking for you as like an animorph. Oh, that'd be sick. An animal. <laughs> yeah, nice. Those are my fans. <laughs> yeah. One freak. How old is she? <laughs> Does she want to play Animal Crossing with me? What age? Josh's kids. That's how they sound. Yeah. And finally is a man who shares his name with an ex-pro surfer. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Adam Knox. This is yeah. me finding Woo. out that he quit the world of surfing. Oh. I knew that there was a surfer, but I didn't realize he'd stopped. Yeah, he stopped. I don't know if I've said this before, but he's the reason I don't have a website because he's got adamknox.com. And it's still, it's it, for the entire time I've wanted to have a website, it's just been one of those little... You know those old gifts of like a digger getting some dirt out of the ground and it says under construction. Uh, you couldn't go for .com.au or .net? Yeah. No. Dot, go, dot .gov? No. .gov. <laughs> Become I'm a government entity. I'm not a comedy. Gov, go, go, there's nothing else that starts with G-O-V that isn't the word government. What are the, yeah, like Schaefer said, adamnoxcomedy.com. A lot of people do that. Uh, but I can't promise that I'll always do that. Uh, what if the, I want to be Adam Knox? <laughs> 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 well, buy them both: Adam Knox comedy and Adam Knox surfing. Oh just yeah, like, just every different job. Adam Knox yeah. dish cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> now we're recording this at Wednesday at two o'clock. It's currently two eleven on a Wednesday. We've just been told that we're coming out of lockdown, but mm. not really going much out of lockdown. We can't we can't have people around to our house. We can only go twenty five k out of our our area and. Uh, and that's about it, really. How are we all feeling? Week two of lockdown. Great, man. I want to go to uh, Craigie Burn. <laughs> that's so <laughs> sick that we get to move around again. <laughs> I'm, I'm also going to Craigie Burn. Yeah, we're going on a, an adventure together. Okay, yeah. thanks for the invite. That's yeah. fine. Do you want yeah, to come no, to Craigie yeah. Burn, D? Yes, oh, actually. Sorry, we're not going yeah. anymore. Oh, all right, our first game today is called Social Me, Meet Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you know who wrote these, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't, can't lose points if you get it wrong. If you do get it wrong, the person actually wrote it, they get the point. Now, all of you are on Twitter apart from Adam. Now, Adam, why are you no longer on Twitter? Yeah, I don't know, man. It just didn't really seem for me. Ever since they banned Trump, I wasn't that into it, to be honest. <laughs> Good. Fucking sense. You've gone to Parlour. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Parlour. I'm on... Um, uh, that's the only other one I know, Do you know of. Do Trump's actually <laughs> deleted his blog now? Because no one was really reading it. 
Did he have a blog? Yeah, I he didn't had even a blog. Know he had yeah, one. he yeah. had a blog on on his website. I was there one day uh, for work purposes. You can buy plastic straws, four straws for ten bucks, uh, with Trump written on it. And it's people who are like, oh. I like using straws. It's fuck people who say you shouldn't use straws. So he's selling <laughs> plastic straws on his website. I mean, that's do, honestly. Do they the have the N word on them as well? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird if, merch to like find in a turtle stomach. That's yeah, the he, most environmentally conscious act he could have done. He's got all of that plastic and ensured it'll never go in the ocean because it'll only be in a warehouse forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he stopped doing his blog because people weren't reading it. Good I mean, we've all been there, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most relatable thing he's ever done. I mean, how many times do you send out a tweet? No likes, I might delete yeah, he put, that one. He put I himself mean, out there, you know. Yeah, It's, it's vulnerable. Uh, but why, yeah. why are you banned, Adam? Uh, I tweeted at... You've had Greg Larson on the show before, right? Many times. I tweeted at him that I was going to hit him with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> and then I appealed it twice. And uh, I asked him, and he did, uh, uh, like, send a message to Twitter being like, hey... This was in between friends. In their rules, it even has, like, if you tell a friend, oh, you spoiled the show for me, I'm going to kill you. And that's all it was. I said, if you don't delete all of your tweets, I'm going to hit you with a frying pan. You are Tom and I am Jerry. You've been warned. And (laughs) now I'm not allowed to... I don't have AdamKnox.com either, so this is the only type of promotion that I ever get. There you go. I guess they weren't to know that... Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, Becky Lucas should have said that. To uh, yeah. get back on Twitter. Oh, me and Scott Morrison are actually personal friends. So <laughs> we, we joke about chopping each other's heads off all the time. So, <laughs> All right. Our first question today. Here we go. White men can't jump. Sounds like somebody's never seen an improv group come onto stage. Michael. Yes, Michael. That's got to be Noxie. That is Adam Knox. Yeah, point there for yeah. Michael. Was it? Yes. Yeah, that was oh, you. That's funny. I thought it was D. <laughs> <laughs> No, and I and for our international listeners, I said improv, not impro. Who says impro? Australians say impro. Every every time I was learning improvisation at drama school, it was impro. The V was silent. Tazzy thing, I think. No, no, I've I've (laughs) heard it over here as well. But then every time I say it on this show, I get people from overseas just going, "What the fuck are you saying? Like it's improv." So there you go. Great, love that. Yes, and them. All right, question two. <laughs> the best gigs are the ones where the MC begins with, could someone please come sit up the front? <laughs> Adam. Yes, Adam. Is that Kirsty? No, that is Michael Schaefer. Another point uh, there for Michael. I remember saying that to her. I think I tweeted that when I was at an open mic. I think, pretty sure it was like the Lucky Cock. That wasn't and, at the gala? Uh, yeah, I think it was the Lucky Cock, and I, 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 th- I suspect it might have been... Maybe, you know, Tim Hewitt, who I'm sure you've had on the podcast before, who, yeah. who used to run that gig, just being like, hey, guys, I know you're here for the pizzas, but we've got to do comedy soon. So if anyone can, if the eight people sitting on the back can come at the front, it'll be really fun. It's the worst move there, too, because you don't yeah. want them, you want them sitting up the back where they don't feel like they're going to, like they can, they're close enough to heckle you. I uh, once did Lucky Cock, but I never did it once. But it was such a bad gig that Jack Drews, who was super, super a funny comedian, did a set where I thought at the end of it, that's it, he's going to quit comedy after this. It just, <laughs> he looked at them all in the eye, like as if to say, you guys deserve nothing and I'm going to go. And wow. like, it just. Like was, individually? He went over he, and looked, like, no, he looked at them. He just looked everyone and stared them all down and just walked off stage. And it was <laughs> one of the best things 
The only thing that got a laugh that night was Jonathan Schuster was on and he played a game called uh, Foreskin or No Foreskin where he got everyone in the audience to guess whether or not he had a foreskin or not and then he showed it at the end. <laughs> and that went off wow. and everyone else doing material got nothing. Wow. It's a good bit, she- that one. I like that bit. Yeah. Schuster stole it off me. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked it better when you did it, Kirsty. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to get a member from the audience to help out, and yeah, it was messy. (laughs) Why did people stop going to the Lucky Cock? I wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Kirsty, didn't you do that in the gala? You should have. Did you do that on the All Stars gala? (laughs) Definitely. They cut out Tom Ballard's bit, but they kept that bit, which I thought was the right editorial decision. You know. Question three. Ordered nachos and it came with a big dollop of mashed pumpkin. Real sicko shit. Won't sleep tonight. Or Adam. Yes, Adam. Kirsty. No, that's D. Fuck! Point there for D. I'm just going to keep getting Kirsty until it is one. (laughs) How was the pumpkin nachos, D? Yeah, it was fucked. That's bad. <laughs> I, was, I was so mad. I was like, ooh, a little Friday treat for a little Friday lady. I think I'll do something nice. That's how I talk, by the way, in real life. Yeah. And then this pumpkin shit came and I was like, well, this is horrifying and the public need to know about this. So when I burned the first, shop down. When it first came out, did you think, oh, it's like a big dollop of like cheese, melted cheese? No, because it was, uh, look, I do know the difference between pumpkin and cheese, Josh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There goes your idea for a spin-off podcast, Josh. Let's play pumpkin or cheese. All right, another 11-second episode, fine. <laughs> it was like also were... cold. Uh, that's... I, feel like I, got, I feel like I got pranked yeah, like, by some sort of cool TikTok youths or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. Just reminded everyone getting their ATAR today that I worked extremely hard in year 12 and did very well, and tonight I'm performing comedy at an open mic to seven people, so nothing matters. Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. Schaefer. You are correct. A point there for Kirsty Wiebeck, yeah. <laughs> the one person who would have done well in their ATAR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, the rest of us are losers, so who's next? <laughs> I reckon D you Wow, guys, right thanks. Too. Wow. Yeah. I, I, did I did do all right. I anyway. mean, you no, did all right, but then a couple years after, you're like, the pumpkin nachos, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real downhill. <laughs> so I thought you would have done well, Adam. Nah. You're very smart. Yeah, you're super smart. No, but I think I'm cooler than everything. Uh, (laughs) I was like, yeah, man, whatever. What do I need school for? And then I go and I can't even figure out to type in adamnoxcomedy.com instead of just... (laughs) Because you did like super well, didn't you, Schaefer? You did like best in the state or like top five or whatever? Uh, Yes, I did. I did. uh, I topped the state back in the day. Um, I worked very hard and then I... Did a lot of uh, two degrees at university that uh, turned out to be pointless. And uh, now I'm on this podcast. So that go, has see. been the journey. Yeah, and look at that. <laughs> My nothing and Schaefer's everything. We've ended up in the same place. Same and what? I've got better headphones on. So who's the... <laughs> I should have not tried. I should have. I, that was the trick. It's all the best. Long. All these people saying they're happy with uni because they got ducks. That's not that good of a prize. <laughs> you got to look after it. you got to feed it. you got to pluck its feathers. See, I go back and forth between whether or not I think uni is a good thing. I really enjoyed my time at uni. Uh, and I kind of used... I did a performing arts degree and a teaching degree. I kind of used both those things. But I don't think it was worth the amount of money I paid to my uni to get those degrees. Mm. 
I think everyone has a good time at uni, but like no one really achieves much there. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're just like keeping a low income and you never have to pay your hex debt back, <laughs> which is like a really cool hack I discovered, and not many people realize this. If you're just poor, like you don't have to pay it back. It's a cool hack. You studied 50 different degrees, but eat noodles. And then technically you were a millionaire because of the (laughs) amount that you would have had to pay to uni. Exactly. I actually did like my last semester uh, over in America on exchange. And then like a couple of months after I I got home, I got a letter from American University saying, oh, you owe us like 2000 US dollars because we miscalculated the fees. And then I was like, I'm not, I just didn't pay. And there's yeah. nothing they can do. Yeah. It's great. How about you go to so the if you don't pay also, that's also university fine. next time, idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Question five. Toxic positivity is looking in the fridge, hoping there's better shit in there than 20 minutes ago. D. Uh, yes, D. Was that Kirsty? That was Kirsty. Adam, you missed out there. That was Kirsty. Well, I was going to guess D anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a real lockdown tweet there, Kirsty. Oh, it absolutely is. Just like, oh, yeah, there we go. Same stuff. Yeah, yep, the, I'll try again later. The amount of times I've been angry at myself in these two weeks for going shopping, going, no, I'll be healthy. I'll get, I'll be healthy. And then at like 10.30 at night, look in the cupboards, just going, there's nothing in here. I'll have another <laughs> bowl what of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be good if there was a combination of healthy you and like 10.30 you, I reckon. Yeah. So you could just buy a few snacks in moderation. Yeah, but it's all or nothing, isn't it? <laughs> all right, question six. Non-exhaustive list of things that should fuck off in no particular order. One, COVID. Two, Jeff Bezos. Three, Coriander. Four, Spiders. Five, Israel Folau. Six, Wraparound Sunnies. Seven, Eddie Maguire. Eight, Leaf Blowers. Nine, Sam Newman. Ten, Mosquitoes. Michael. Yes, Michael. D. No, that's another one for Weebeck. Oh, the lines are blurred between D and Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't think there'd be two Kirsties in a row. That's why I was like, I'll go with D now. I thought, I thought Josh would be mixing it up, you know? Yeah, I do mix it up. See, sometimes they're back to back. I can't believe... Okay, I agree with nine of these things. But coriander, what's wrong with coriander? Oh, Coriander's mate, it's so divisive. Shit. Like, Did you say it's dog shit, Noxie? Yeah, I agree <gasps> with you. Nah. Yeah, sick. It's so rank. Like, and I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, it tastes like soap. Yeah. Like, I don't think it tastes like soap. I think it tastes like shit. Like, I just, I hate it. I hate it to death and I, I just can't tolerate it. So that's, that's the coriander that's, police calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's talking shit. Against some <laughs> sorry. That, ruins yeah, they were ringing. With. Yeah, they were ringing my <laughs> bell. I'm sorry about that. I've, I've sent them on their way. Never mind. For some reason, Josh, when you said that you agreed with all of them except one, I thought you were going to be really pro wraparound sunnies. Oh. I don't know why. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to be like, nah, Israel Flau makes some good points. Yeah. So. It's a different podcast. Uh, no, like some wraparound Oakleys. I grew up wanting those. I always dreamed of having wraparound Oakley sunnies. Never could afford them. And I'm so glad I didn't. I got him as a present, as like a 16th birthday present for my parents. But like, because I've got such a wide head, it yeah. sort of looked like I was wearing children's sunglasses. So oh. it looked like I was cross-eyed all the time. So it was like a very expensive, stupid thing. Uh, Oakley Sunnies <laughs> and a Billabong jacket were the two things I, I craved for when I was like in high school. If I had oh, those yeah. two, I reckon I wouldn't be doing comedy anymore. I'd been way cooler. What did cooler. we do, sur- surfing? I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have been doing something that's like way cooler than comedy. I got a website for you if you want to set up a surfing <laughs> website. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, question seven. If you're trying something new and not immediately good at it, please remember that it's because you have a weak little brain, like a tiny piece of old ham. Adam. Kirsty. Yes, Adam. That's D. That is D. Yes, a point there for Adam. That's me. How did you know? Was it the ham reference? It was the ham and it was the unjustified self-doubt. Aww. <laughs> this, is, this is nice. We should all just go around the circle and say compliments to each other. <laughs> Uh, uh, I can I can recognise a tweet as yeah. long as it's not Kirsty's yes. tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minor white noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question eight. This photo of me from year nine looks like it's from the author headshot for an editorial article called "Why the Free Market Dictates That Everyone Should Stop Fucking My Wife." Kirsty. <laughs> yes, Kirsty. I reckon that's Noxy. That is Noxy. Yeah. Point there for Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I looked like. You want to talk about bad glasses? I used to have these little circular glasses that made me look like either like a steampunk villain Ooh. or like Harry Potter if he like blew on his thumb and his head inflated. <laughs> it was really bad. And my that, that photo isn't up anymore because the government deleted my Twitter because That's I was speaking shame. the truth. I, no, I think you can still find it on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. I double That's, posted. That's where I found it. Little yeah. fucking dork. <laughs> Wait, do you need glasses? Yeah, I got contact lenses in right now. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. The cool, the cool version of the cool internal glasses. Try punching these off. I'm yeah. immune. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you wear glasses, Noxie. I don't like wearing them because of the steampunk villain glasses that I wore as a child that made me get bullied for the way that I uh, looked with glasses on. They don't make me look yeah. smart. They make me look like. Uh, I'm going to correct the rules of something. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to tell you you're playing a board game wrong. <laughs> he, th he thinks he's cooler than being able to see. <laughs> yeah, I would rather walk into traffic than look a little bit like a guy who wears glasses. Yeah, he's like, it's actually just a spare space, free parking. It's not You don't get all the money from the tax. No, that's not how it works. Yeah, people are looking at me with just as many side eyes, but they're just blurry to me now. So they're still they're still mocking me, but I can't tell who. All right, question nine. Scott Morrison is going by ScoMo, so it's only fair that Anthony Albanese goes by anal. Yeah. <laughs> Adam. Kirstie. Yes, Adam. Sorry, I, I reckon it's Schaefer. You are correct, yes, it was Schaefer, yes. I keep forgetting hey, that we're meant to buzz going... in and not just, not just yeah. enjoy each other's jokes. <laughs> yeah, why has this game got to be so competitive, Josh? It doesn't have to be. Throw the pen away, mate. Throw the pen away. Just have I mean, a nice time. You know a tweet I liked? You ever seen that tweet? <laughs> <laughs> if that's the podcast, I just get everyone to come in with tweets they've found that they've liked. Yeah, sex gifts. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> what are you going to say, Schaefer, about this tweet? Oh, I mean, the moment's passed. But I, when I tweeted that, I was like, oh, well, this will go viral. I mean, this is perfect for, for Twitter. Perfect. And I reckon maybe five likes, maybe. I, oh, I, I was, can, I was I so can disappointed tell you, with the performance of that tweet. I can tell you, 23 retweets, 163 likes. Are you serious? Yeah. you got to yep. turn your notifications back on. Okay. I gotta, and, I gotta, well, this is why it's good to do these podcasts. You find out which tweets are actually good. <laughs> I'm going to go get, give it a like now. Retroactive yeah. like. After you get the don't you know Thank you. Bump. Can we all go back now and retweet it? Because I think it's, it's, still, it's, still up, it's still topical. Yeah. You know? He's still in opposition. I'll make a new yes. Twitter. <laughs> can you make a new Twitter, yeah. Adam? And no just, one will be following. Can me, you tweet so that? It'll pump up the number, but no one will see it. 
Just call it Adam Knox surfing and uh, yeah. I want to retweet from that. But have it be a photo of me just with a fake moustache and on a, on a surfboard with a trench coat. No one And our final question for this first round. On menus, GF means girlfriend. Girlfriend eggs, girlfriend rice, girlfriend cake. Michael. Yes, Michael. D. You are correct, Michael. That is D, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I was like, that's a good one. That's sick. Good one. Yeah, DF. Because <laughs> I also always read it as girlfriend. Yeah, and like I can't yeah. eat gluten, so I'm like a, I'm like a GF, GF, right? Ah, great, nice. great bit, great bit. Nice. Oh. No one appreciates that. <laughs> Not hey. to like lean too hard into the glasses guy. I'm trying to fool everyone into thinking that I'm not by wearing contact lenses because cool people have fresh exposed eyes. But here's a glasses guy thing i still to this day there was a game i played when i was like nine years old called final fantasy 8 and it had these 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 demons you could summon they were called guardian forces and it it shorted them to gf so every time someone even writes girlfriend or gluten-free i read it as guardian force (laughs) to this day it's a magical world i get to live in josh i hope you have a lot of incels listening to this podcast because they're gonna love this episode (laughs) people can play video games and fuck it is hypothetically possible to do. You could pull it off. At the end of the first round, the scores are Adam and D. You're on two points, but on three points are both Kirsty and Michael. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, good. one point difference. It's only one point. Like, it's all right. It's all about nah, attitude. we're fucked, D. Okay, <laughs> all right. I take it back. I hate myself. Everything's fine. <laughs> <right. laughs> That's better. <laughs> now, this round is called We Are Family. Now, this round, we talk about families. Today, we're meeting the Knoxes. Now, when Adam was five years old, he moved from the UK with his family, to Australia. But what happened to Adam when he first arrived in the country that made him feel like a true blue Aussie? Was it A, his whole family bought Akubra hats from the airport, wore them as they were waiting for their taxi, only for a large group of drunken men to come over and say, nice hats, dickheads. They took Adam's dad's hat off his head and flung it like a frisbee. That's A. B, the family went straight to the beach where Adam's mum got stung by a jellyfish and as they were walking back to the car, a seagull swooped and stole a sandwich out of Adam's hand. That was the one and only time his whole family went to the beach together. Or C, they went to the zoo and Adam, while he was at the zoo, got punched in the face by a kangaroo. Now, one of these is real. You can ask him as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your point. You don't have to answer altogether. You can answer A, B or C individually. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. I have a question. Yes. Are you okay? <laughs> uh, look, I've done a lot of work since. Uh, I think how clear I've made it that the glasses <laughs> make me feel judged m- makes it pretty plain that I'm, uh, I've still got some stuff to work through, but my family is fine. Noted. Thank you. Did the kangaroo punch you because you were wearing glasses? <laughs> I think the kangaroo <laughs> thought I was a nerd. <laughs> Uh, nah, the kangaroo punched me because I had like, um, they, this is like 94 or something when we came over to Australia, I was like five-ish and, uh, they, they still had zoos and wildlife places back then where you could like feed the animals. So I had those little tiny pellets that you used to get in a little paper bag and I was feeding the kangaroo pellets and I guess it thought I wasn't feeding it quick enough or it thought, "Ah, fuck these pellets and, uh, it, it punched me in the face. It was lying down. And a punch, not it, not a swipe with the claws. Luckily, a full-on closed fist punch, and then it spat on me and said, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You sure it wasn't like a Queenslander? You, yeah. you, you sure it was a kangaroo? <laughs> you're lying down, lying down, man. You're feeding pellets into his mouth. He's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, why My were you feeding... My parents it was Australian wildlife, so I don't know. Yeah, but like, why would you feed it when it was lying down? Like, the, I'd wait for it to get up. I'm not going to chase after a kangaroo that's standing up. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm. I, you know, if it, it's when I'm, I'm hungry, I lie down for about four hours before I do anything about it. So <laughs> I thought that's what the kangaroo was doing. Um, All right, the lying down thing's weird. When the bully threw yeah. your dad's hat, uh huh, did he cry like a little bitch? No, the bully was laughing. <laughs> the bully didn't cry at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my dad did cry. Thank you for... No, it, 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 my dad got really angry and uh, was like going to fight him, but we we're in an airport and stuff, so it was... Um, uh, he was going to fight him, so your dad's your dad's violent. My dad's from Liverpool and uh, he, he hates... That's why th- he made you get the John Lennon glasses. He's, yeah. he's Ringo yeah. Starr. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, uh, yeah, like we, we, I thought the Akubra hats were stupid too. I remember this because, you know, I was like five, but we got off the hat thing and the, my one didn't fit me. But um, yeah, we went out there and the guy was like, fucking, he had some problem, like not to get too detailed into it, seeing as, you know, there's a comedy, but, but he had, I believe, a problem with the concept of immigration. And if he doesn't like immigrants who are, even from the UK, which is where, you know, genetically, I believe he was from uh, through very little distance. He really fucking hated immigration to the wow. point. But like he had that negative aspect to his personality, but also the fun loving aspect of like the Frisbees are fun. And he took my dad's hat off and threw it. He flung it. It went into the multi-story car park that's in the Melbourne uh, airport. And it could be there to this day. <laughs> I don't but your know dad didn't immigration and hanging out at the airport, though. That's like... Yeah, I mean, I guess if you if you you know how you like bite an ulcer if you don't like it, maybe he's just got to go down there and be like, oh, it's still coming. What? Every day. I kind of respect that because I always feel like people who hate immigration are are racist, but he's clearly not racist. He just hates immigrants in in the literal definition of what an immigrant is, which I think is quite beautiful to to (laughs) share the hate out towards white immigrants and it's as well. It's the, very rare to see, and I think that's quite progressive. I think so too. He didn't even hate that we weren't adopting the culture because we were walking out there with a Kubra hats on. Yeah. We couldn't have been more what he thinks Australian means. But yeah, he, right. took, he, he took umbrage to it. Or he was just like a hat fan. And he's like, get bowlers. <laughs> yeah. And that <laughs> man grew up to be Peter Dutton. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Noxy, which which beach did you go to and what was uh, in the sandwich that the seagull stole? Well, we actually, when we first came to Australia, we, we landed in Sydney. So the thing about the Melbourne airport car park was a lie. But the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the land we but that did happen at Melbourne Airport but also we came to Sydney so who knows which one is true <laughs> I'm fucking running a ring around you you're anyway, really we went good to liar Sydney and we went to some beach there I was five and I don't remember which beach but it was like 22 degrees or something it was not a like a particularly warm Australian day but for a bunch of people fresh off the boat to from England um, we went down to the beach. And yeah, my mum like almost immediately got stung by just a small jellyfish thing, not like a blue bottle or whatever, because she's alive to this day. <laughs> um, 
and yeah, that was pretty like she got out of the water and we all did obviously then. And then I was eating a little like cheese and ham sandwich on the beach, cutting the little triangles. And we've got seagulls in England, so I should have known better. But a seagull flew down and took it off me. And uh, he might still have it to this day. <laughs> <laughs> what a web of lies you've woven. I bet you don't even need glasses and you are Adam Knox's server. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a dork. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite furious at the idea. Like, I feel quite betrayed that you've lied to us. I've lied Actually. twice out of three. Yeah, yeah. So Most of what I'm I say not... is lies. Which... You can't trust a word I say, D. It's upsetting. Which one are you leaning towards? I'll go to you, Schaefer, first. Which one do you think is the truth? A, B or C? I reckon the uh, Akubra story is... I reckon that's the true one. You reckon Akubra. Okay, uh, D, what do you think? I'll go Seagull. Seagull? And Kirsty Wiebeck. Oh, I'm panic choosing. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go C just to make it interesting. <laughs> well... Good, good plan, Kirsty, because that is the right one. C, he got punched in the face by a kangaroo. Yeah, there's video footage of it as well. My parents were filming me at the time. Yeah. We never sent it into winning. Funniest and, Home yeah, Videos you or anything say, like yeah, that. Yeah, I was almost won say. a JVC video camera. Like. I know. I could have had a VHS copy of GoldenEye. <laughs> <laughs> right, at yeah. the end of that round, the scores. D, you're still on two points. Michael, you're still on three points. Wiebeck, you're on four points. And also on four points is Adam. Oh, wow. Noxie. He's back. creeping up. I'm going right. to win. So this round <laughs> is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. Everything's true. You say, yeah. If this is a lie, you'll say, nah. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point if you get it to the person who the story may or may not be about. If you're incorrect. So bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong. So here we go. To Adam. Mm-hmm. Now, when Kirsty was in primary school, her favourite thing to do was to soak paper in tea and burn the edges so it looked all old-timey. She did this for every take-home assignment, so much so that her teacher, during parent-teacher night, requested to her parents that she stop doing this because it wasn't appropriate to be doing that with a maths worksheet. Yeah or nah? <laughs> I reckon yeah. You That's so cute. Questions. Oh, nah, I just already, nah. I already know. I, but I can ask you questions. What's your favourite thing about the thing I definitely know you love, which is to put paper into tea and shit and make it look like a pirate? I love that, I love that that's like my entire brand. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that everyone can say about me is that she loves making shit look old. Um, I've seen I your reckon, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon um, my, fav- oh, my favourite bit is the burning of the edges on the stove. And I yeah. always used to do it on the stove as well. There was always carnage in the kitchen. But yeah. I got pretty good at putting out the spot fires. But I re- it's the burning. Like <laughs> the tea, sure, it's due process. But the burning, invigorating. Yeah. Why don't you just I, cut out the middleman? That's what your dad was trying to do to you. Just trying to make you look older. Yeah. Burning around the edges, dipping you in tea (laughs) Dipped him in tea (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's definitely true I honestly, I'm Maybe this will be a mistrial But I'm a detective who's immediately locked up The first person I saw at the scene I have some bad news for you, Adam Because this is not a true story That is a point there for (laughs) Kirsty I still don't believe you (laughs) I I do genuinely really love it though (laughs) Yeah I'm deeply passionate about it, just not to that extent. <laughs> I just like the idea of handing in like just some, like a colouring in, like a piece of paper that coloured in, and you've just then covered in tea, burn it, roll it up like a scroll. Yeah, <laughs> just cute. All right, so I'll put every single thing. 
All right, now, to Kirsty. Now, when Dee was young, her mother was very open and very factual about teaching Dee about bodies and reproduction. Because of this knowledge, Dee once made a girl in her class furious when she corrected the girl after the girl said that sex is when a man pees on a woman. Yeah or nah? Oh, um, what did you... What was your correction? Like, what, what did you say? Uh, do you want me uh, to tell you how babies are made? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I was using this opportunity to grow. I don't know if time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have my diagrams handy. Um, but my correction, I don't remember the exact language I used, but I was, like, very angry at her as well because I was like, no, 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 the penis goes inside. It's not pee. Not pee, mm. and there's no peeing okay, on a cool. lady. I was like, "You guys are so immature," and I was like nine or something. I'm sorry, D. I'm just gonna have to write this down. One <laughs> yeah, second. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny yeah. the misunderstandings you have as a child, where you can think that sex isn't peeing on someone. <laughs> when you become older, you start to realize, yeah, it, it can be. It can be actually yeah. can be. Maybe she was quite advanced. This friend, this friend yeah, maybe school. this kid That's was true. just like fucking. Someone should check. <laughs> Not I love how this girl was like making a cry for help and Dee was like, no, you don't understand what sex is. Yeah, I was like, you're just an idiot. She's like on her way to the school psychologist. I'm like, nah, she's just, a, she's just an idiot. Don't God. believe her. She's a liar. <sighs> it's grim. We needed you at my school, Dee. You would have solved a lot of shit. Um, I'm going to say, I, I, I want to say yeah, and it's just based on a gut feeling. Kirsty, you are correct. This is a true story. Yeah, point there for Kirsty. Yeah. Yeah, good on you, I knew D. All about your little ripper. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> can, can I just throw something in about my sex education at school, which is particularly bizarre? Um, so, in, in years seven and eight at my school, Mount Scopus College, you do a program called the Bilingual Program, where you learn everything in Hebrew. So, like, we did science in Hebrew, maths in Hebrew, only, obviously, only English was in English, but everything else is in Hebrew. And uh, as a result, because sex ed fell under science, uh, we did sex education in Hebrew, in fluent, and, and we weren't fluent enough in Hebrew to understand at all. <laughs> What was going on? So the gaps in my knowledge are, are quite tremendous. <laughs> I wish they'd done English in Hebrew as well. Yeah. <laughs> really fuck with you. <laughs> All right, so Kirsty, I mean... you got a point now to D. Now, Schaefer recently did a Zoom gig that was organised by the Israeli government. Two days after the gig, they went to war with Hamas and Michael hasn't been paid yet and he's wondering if he, w- if he will, seeing as he thinks his emails might not be the Israeli government's top priority at the minute. Yeah or nah? Wow, I feel like I got thrown a real tough one, well, you, but you that's can, fine. You, you can play this two ways. You can see if it's, is this something that happened to Michael or is this something that I would write a question about? That's, that's, that's just a suggestion how you might want to play this so one. So you did a Zoom gig. It was like a stand-up gig. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, they asked me to do like 15 minutes of stand-up comedy. Uh, it was for, uh, like a, 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 it's part of like their Jewish outreach program for like Jewish people around the world. So there was like some Israelis there, uh, some Australians, some Americans, and uh, me doing comedy over Zoom. And so people were all in different locations? Yes. Yeah. So different time zones. The problem with this as well, sorry to interrupt, but like even if they don't pay you, because of your sex education, you won't know how to tell them to go fuck themselves in Hebrew. Really Don't they know you are the ducks of the school? Like, I think you should get a priority for that. <laughs> it's in my email signature sign-off, so yeah. I, I think they, they do know. You've got your um, ATAR, so it's like, 
Michael Schaefer, comedian, writer, ATAR score. That's... <laughs> But it's really hard to follow up because, you know, I'm sure we've all been there. It's really hard to follow up an invoice oh. at the best of times. Mm. Even more challenging when you know they're in the middle of a, a, a war. You know, like I, I know that they're, they've got more important things at the moment going on. So it's just hard to word that email. You know, like, hi, Israel, yeah. this email finds you well. Like, I don't know okay. how to start. Hey, so, no rush um, on this. Just wondering when you think payment's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No worries if not. so far. Yeah, you've got to say no worries if not, otherwise... Yeah, no worries if not. Aggressive. Yeah, dear Israel, no worries if not. <laughs> I reckon this... I reckon, yeah, I reckon this is a yeah. D, D you if you get this right... Absolutely oh. a yeah. Yeah, this is... Yes is yeah. Yes. D, I was yes. going to say, if you get this points. right, you get a point and you get to come to Craigie Burn still with Knox and I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Things are looking up for me. Does that mean that technically the American government owes you money, Schaefer? Is yeah. that how that works? <laughs> but what's great is that I owe the American government money from well, yeah, just yeah, 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 take it out of the debt. Yeah. I think we should just call it even at yeah. this, at this stage. <laughs> All right, now to Schaefer. Now, one Christmas, Adam got his dad in a fight with another dad because Adam accidentally sunk another kid's brand new toy boat in the lake. Yeah or nah? Okay, uh, how old were you, Adam? Maybe 10, about 10 years old. However, old, the, the exact right age for a kid to be very excited about a remote control boat. Okay. I'm glad you didn't do the hat joke of, no, I was 28. Last year. <laughs> 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 that happened last Christmas. All right, good one, Noxie. Christmas in um, July, the now, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, so you're around ten years old, and where where are you? What you're at? You're, you're having like Christmas with another family? No, it was just us, um, and we went down to the uh, Frankston Botanic Gardens to sail the boats around because there's like a sort of little lakey, cocky thing there, and uh, we were floating it around in the in the creek. Oh, it's like a it's like a pond. What do you call a small, Cock. yeah, body of water? And so some stranger, so someone some else stranger, like a similar boat for for their Christmas thing, but theirs had gotten stuck in the middle of the lake. So I was like, "Oh, I'll help you get your boat," and tried to like kind of nudge it over to the edge of the thing. Um, and then yeah, the 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 boat sank, and the dads got into a, an argument between dads. And uh, I think the other dad ended up getting naked and going into the pond. <laughs> Getting naked, naked. Yeah, he didn't want to get his pants wet. It's Christmas. <laughs> I didn't think this was true until you added that detail, and now I believe this is definitely correct. This is you definitely say yeah. My dad had a big no. I'm gonna say no. I reckon it's definitely a lie. Definitely a lie. It's got to be a lie. Michael, you are incorrect. This is actually a true story. <laughs> yeah. What? Even the nudity. My dad went to the boot and got the big wrench so that he could be like, "Listen, Dad." <laughs> dads are we so weird. Dad Man, dads are crazy. Hey, we have a lot on our mind. Okay. Yeah. Go, keep that up. We'll turn this around. We'll go back to the start. <laughs> gonna turn that head of yours right around. Yeah. Uh, My dad's not actually that vibe. Like he, it was a, it was a, it was meant to de-escalate the situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I find threatening someone with a wrench is. A way to de-escalate stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at the end of that round, the scores. D and Michael, you're both still on three points. Adam, you're on five points, but in the lead on six points now, it's Kirstie Wiebeck. Ooh. I'm 
come oh, to get yeah. you, Kirsty. <laughs> Don't right. you dare. Nah, this. I'm going to break lockdown rules. I'm going to smash your window. <laughs> Are you going to come over with a wrench? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our final round. It's called Who 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 Who. In this round, each of you are given, like, there's 10 questions, not each of you. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about all of you. If you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get right, a point off if you get wrong. Only round you can lose points. Oh, no. So here we go. Question one. Who here was sacked from the cheesecake shop due to absolute nepotism? Michael. Adam. Uh, yes, Adam. I heard go Adam first. Shit. Uh, Kirsty. You are correct. It was Kirsty, yes. I think I was going to guess Michael until he also. <laughs> I was going to guess you until you oh, said you We pulled each other's guns out, and then I went for the last second over for Kirsty. He wasn't even in the gun battle to begin with. <laughs> and you didn't, you didn't even think it was D who knows the difference between pumpkin and cheese? <laughs> the foodie over here. Here you go, a, a beautiful pumpkin cake. <laughs> so how come you got sacked, Kirsty? Um, because I was a cleaner and also I, was, I, I had casual shifts and also the manager's children also had casual shifts cleaning there. And so essentially she wanted them to have extra shifts. So at the end of my shift each night, she'd stay a little bit longer and she'd go around and like dirty the stuff that I'd already cleaned. And then eventually they sacked me and then her kids who I went to school with got to have the shifts. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> that's some shit. psycho shit. <laughs> going around dirtying the stuff that's just been cleaned. Like, yeah. Surely just yeah. put money from the till in your bag. That's an easy way to get someone fired. Like then <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I could have had some cold, hard cash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question two. Who here is obsessed with fontanelles? Fontanelles. Adam. Yes, Can Adam. D. Yes, you are correct, Adam. Because D was D. the only oh. person who didn't look like she was trying to figure out what a fontanelle is. <laughs> what is it, my, my I was going to ask for some time for us to all Google what a fontanelle yeah. was before <gasps> I answered. Josh, Josh you know because you've had kids. I do, yeah. Well, you have them still, I yeah. assume. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the weird little soft bit because the skull hasn't formed when the, when the baby's born. It's a little oh. divot, and you can see the the blood pump, and it sometimes it's, like goes up and down. It's disgusting. Oh. It is so disgusting. When my sister had her kids, I was like, "Oh, this is nice," you know, like a normal human reaction. But then, like, I kept th thinking about the fontanelles, and then I couldn't yeah. not see it. And so, when I'd go to visit them, you could see it going dun 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 dun. Oh, bump! I was like, "That's so fucked." Like, put a little helmet on him or something, so I don't have to think about it. <laughs> So how long do you, is there a fontanelle for? Because my uh, girlfriend's sister, my just had a, a baby like last week, yeah, real fresh baby. I wanna, I wonder if it's got a fontanelle. It just give be, it a little but, smack on will. the head. About three to six months. Just you know, you. Oh wow! When you hold it, you'll see in the front of their head, it's a little softer. Some of them are more protruded. Some are more close together. But yeah, it's all there. I wonder if there's oh, an adult. I recommend don't go digging who around. Who still has one? Do you reckon there's an adult out there who has a soft head? Yeah, I reckon there is for sure. I wonder if people are trying at home, like someone didn't know, and they go to push it, and then they just die. <laughs> when it's like a kill switch, it just instantly yeah. deactivates. When my eldest boy was only six weeks old, we were at a wedding, and there was like just a thing of lollies, and so we were holding the child, holding Oliver, and Beck put like like lollies on his fontanelle, like a little dip, like oh. little jar, and so just ate the lollies out of his out of his oh, skull. Man. It was very cute. Oh, it's distressing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> having a different reaction to that story than what I think you thought we'd have. Mate, lollies. <laughs> Gotta have lollies. All right, question three. Who here once struck up a conversation with Susan from Neighbours because they mistakenly thought she was a friend's mum? Kirsty. Michael. Yes, Michael. <laughs> I was just about to say Kirsty, so now I'm going to say D. <laughs> no, it was Adam. Point off, Michael. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought she was my friend Fletcher's mum, but she wasn't. How did she respond? Are you guys friends now? She was really polite about it and kept walking, but at a brisker pace. <laughs> <laughs> Could be she considered a be jog. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she did like a polite scream. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Question four. Who here once spent a Mother's Day dinner in a Hungarian takeaway shop because their dad thought they did dine-in, but they absolutely did not do dine-in? Adam. Yes, Adam. Kirsty. No, that was Michael Schaefer, a point off Adam. We're also scared to lose points. We're all like, <laughs> real Fuck, scared. I forgot about that bit when I pulled the trigger on saying my name. It's all right. The listeners don't know you, you paused. I, I take all the pauses out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think well, you're bang it was on. five yeah. minutes long. <laughs> yeah, you got that right away. That was... Uh, yeah. No, so it was a true, yeah, true story. So my dad, uh, he called up the Hardy Hungarian, which is on Carlisle Street. It doesn't exist anymore, sadly. It's taken over by... Uh, it's a pizza joint now. But, uh, yeah, he called them up and said, can we make a booking? And over the phone they said, uh, okay. And then we turned up and uh, it, it turned out, to, it's just a, it was just a takeaway shop, like a tiny takeaway shop. Um, and they had set up a, a table clearly specifically for us because my dad had called up and, and made a book. Like they must have gone out and got a table and five chairs because that was the only thing. That's so shop. sweet. So we sat down and we're and we're having our, our dinner and um, just locals are coming in and like <laughs> squeezing past this bizarre family of five <laughs> booked a table on Mother's Day <laughs> at a Hungarian takeaway shop and uh, I was so embarrassed but my parents were like this is great they love that the beef stroganoff they had a great time. <laughs> All right, next question: Who here hasn't cooked in their house for six months because they have no idea how the oven works? Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. D. You are correct. That was a point there for Kirsty. It was D. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too scared now because it's been. They could, my housemates might hear me. Actually, oh. I don't know. I don't know how to use the oven. What's <laughs> complicated about what's different? Yeah. So much. Oven. It's an old. It's an old oven. Okay. I've even like YouTubed <laughs> old ovens. Do you want to you take know. your your camera over to it and we can help you out? Now. And I've like thrown <laughs> matches in there. You know. That's how you do. <laughs> Don't do that. It's really old. <laughs> you got what? like a gaslit one. Yeah, like an old boy. And so like yeah. I've been like pressing the button, throw, just chucking matches in there. But now I have to scoop the matches out because nothing hold, happened. Hold it, hold it up the back in the corner. There'll be a little pilot light. You'll be able to see the, the, the gas coming out. Adam, there's not a pilot light. I've looked into this for six months. <laughs> do, do I don't know why I'm It's fine. Help. I have a do microwave and I know how to turn on the stove. Do, you, do your flatmates use it though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, big can time. you just yeah. like... When they've used it, go, hey, can you just leave that on? I'll uh, chuck mine in. Or ho- hover behind them while they're turning it on. Hover, um, hovering? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm too awkward to ask, I think I might be too awkward to hover. Right. What if you mm. set up a system of mirrors <laughs> so that you can see over their shoulder at all times whoever's at the oven from your room? I love this. Under my door, I've got a mirror that is connected to like exactly. 70 other mirrors. Exactly. You've got to upskirt the oven and then you can, <laughs> you'll can be able to see what's going on. I don't know why I'm offering you advice either. No, I really I appreciate that. That's I the most pr- and No one else is. Like, it's but fine I didn't that you guys that aren't offering. Because I thought it might have been me. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a bit upset that 
I know for a fact now that your your flatmates don't listen to the podcast, so that's fine. <laughs> okay, that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> which one's your favourite and which one's the least favourite? <laughs> <laughs> She's mouthing. Uh, no. All right. Next question. Who? At 18, while drunk, got a blood nose in a waterbed, took age to get up, then vomited and fell down the stairs. <laughs> Adam. Yes, Adam. Kirsty. It was Kirsty. Yeah, point there for Adam. Yes. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, just trying to How get out of a get waterbed. How did you get a blood nose enough. in a waterbed? No, well, I went home from this party off, off chops and then I just got into bed and I just coincidentally got... A, a blood nose. So you had and a waterbed? <gasps> yeah, we, we had this weird tradition in the Weebeck family where when you were 16, you were gifted a second-hand waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> the same waterbed between every family member or did you get a different second-hand waterbed? Yeah, I was going to say that no, it would be like we, we seventh-hand got... by the time <laughs> past a yeah, thing. We, yeah. No, we all got our own one. So <laughs> by the time my little sister turned 16, there were five waterbeds kicking around in the house. That is so I love, insane. I reckon there's, <laughs> there's got to be like, I reckon one of your parents read like a parenting book that was like to keep your kid from sneaking out, get them a waterbed. So every time they try to get out of bed, you'll hear them fall to the fucking ground as they clatter out of it. Something like that. Either that or a beanbag. They'll never be yeah. able to escape. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep in a cage. That, They'll never do anything wrong. So that finally get up, Kirsty. And it was it yeah. just from being drunk that you vomited? No. So probably what seasick. happened was motion like, sick. Yeah, yeah I, I was motion sick, and I've also got a bit of an aversion to blood. So I'd clawed my way around the room, like with my bloody hands, and then down the hallway. And I was trying to get to the bathroom to sort it out, but I went the wrong way because I was maggot. And then I saw, I turned the light on in the lounge, saw all of the blood, and then did a vom, and then slipped on the vom on the tiles and knocked myself Ow, out. Oh man! Ooh. At this oh, point wow. as well, all your family are trying to come help, but they can't get out of bed. They're all stuck, <laughs> wobbling around in there. One of them's they drowning. Had surf, <laughs> they had to surf their way down the hallway on their waterbeds and. I came to with my mum slapping me on the face, trying to wake me up, and my older sister was on the phone to triple zero, saying I'd been stabbed because there was so much blood everywhere from me, maggot, clawing my way up the hallway. Oh, yeah, these bloody handprints on the yeah. walls. Yeah, so everywhere. Scary. Do you know what, you know what happens? Yeah. Like, if you're drunk Terrifying. and you've lost blood, they have to rehydrate you. So luckily there was a water bed right there. <laughs> IV, straight to the bed. <laughs> Just hook her up to the bed. Direct line to the bed. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who here was banned from a hotel due to an incident with gummy bears? Michael, I need to get a point. I'm going to say D. No, that was Adam Knox. Point off, Michael. Ah, damn it. What is this incident? Uh, we bought a kilo of gummy bears. Um, this was like on schoolies. We did schoolies, me and my friends, when we were 35. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we went there, we Got were like we, bought a, we bought a kilo of gummy bears because uh, they were like cheap somewhere. And we were like, that's funny, but we were wrong. But we took it back to the thing and there was like a spa there. We're eating gummy bears next to the spa and someone knocked a whole bag of gummy bears into the spa. 
So the gummy bears were wet, which gave us the idea, let's throw them into the fan and then the fan will spray them all over the room and they'll stick to the walls and it'll be like a gummy bear room. And it worked. Uh, and you got <laughs> And then they were like, yeah, there's too many gummy bears on the walls here. Get out. There's too many. Like a certain amount yeah. is fine. Yeah. We, we told you on the way in, 15 gummy bears max. This is way more. <laughs> uh, next, next question. Who here had a walkout during a storytelling gig where the entire audience were senior citizens? Kirsty. Yes, Kirsty. Schaefer. You are correct. That was Michael Schaefer, yeah. <laughs> I, you can see I the pain on his face who, remembering Whose audience is the elderly? I think it's, it's got to be Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, well... quite old. It takes a long time as well. You see them going was, for like three minutes. I was like, well, well Noxie and I attract younger true. people. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was I got uh, all the show in like... at my shows because I dance so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did this show in like Caulfield a few years ago, and uh, it was just elderly Jewish people who turned up, and uh, it was bo- just died the whole time. And uh, halfway through, I tried some material about Hitler, and uh, and then uh, during that material, a woman said, uh, "Don't you have anything else to talk about?" Uh, and I didn't, and uh, and then she and then she she walked out of the gig, and then afterwards her son came up to me and was like, "I'm very sorry, uh, you know she she's she doesn't uh, like Hitler." <laughs> <laughs> All right, question nine: Whose dad's name is Robert? But his Telstra bills come to Arthur Robert because when he was spelling the name out, he said R for Robert. <laughs> D. Yes, D. Is that Kirsty? That is Kirsty. Yeah, point there for D. Yes. That is. That's also not true. My dad's name's oh. Trevor. <laughs> I got this from Twitter. I thought it was very funny. Yeah, no, it was. It, that was somebody's response to my sister oh. who who receives mail to Sue Hebeck Webeck because <laughs> oh. <laughs> she rang up to correct Hebeck to Webeck, and so they just hyphenated it, and so she gets oh. her insurance to Sue Hebeck Webeck. But, um, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah. somebody res- responded that. So, yeah, it's still my tweet that it was on. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I brought this up because, Dee, you told me that you, people at your work are mispronouncing your name. Yeah, yeah. So this is another, like, too awkward to uh, do anything about something <laughs> situation, which is like a brain disease that I have, uh, also known as anxiety. And um, everyone at my work pronounces my name Deidre, like... Apparently that's the traditional Irish way to pronounce it, oh, um, yeah. and I've never corrected anyone, and so they're always saying Deirdre, and in team meetings they go Deirdre, and then someone else goes, no, no, it's pronounced Deirdre, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, thanks, uh, yeah, so that's great for me. Well, you and Mike here need to go into swap works and go actually, can I just you know, uh, yeah, Deirdre and Michael. Yeah, let's I do it. That's... Let's do a parent trap. No one would be trying so hard to pronounce a traditional Irish name correctly if it weren't for Shersha Ronan as well. So you need yeah. to blame her. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cyber bully her about this. <laughs> yeah, you Real should. <laughs> hey, Sawyer <soy laughs> Suri. <laughs> All right. Our, our final question for the game. Whose car overheated on the freeway? So this person ran into the bushes because they thought that meant that the car was going to blow up. Michael. <laughs> 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 yes, Michael. I'm going to say D. Oh, right. that is D. Yes, <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, I was 20 years old 
and I was, <laughs> it was in the middle of the day. I don't know how cars work, not to be like a cliche, but I've seen films where it happens, right? They overheat and they explode. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And my car was overheating and I was, I drove a Ford Falcon and it was, I could see the heat coming out of the, like out of the front of the car. And I was like, oh shit, my car's going to blow up. So I just pulled over and I ran and I ran into the bushes and hid, crashed with my phone. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I call triple zero? Um, I didn't I didn't know what to do. So I was hiding in a bush, a shrub. And this was the East Link Freeway. And at the time it had just been made. And so it was like really well maintained. And they had people that work for the freeway. And after about half an hour of my fear, watching this car waiting for the explosion that never happened, uh, this van came and these two guys came out who worked for East Link. And they said, oh, we're here to rescue you because we got reports that there was this like frightened blonde woman hiding in the bushes <laughs> and they were very nice they also had a big laugh uh and so now i i realize that that doesn't happen to cars no if it had of though and they'd have been like oh no d died in that explosion you would have just gone like oh i guess i've got to go with this everyone thinks i died in the explosion yeah. i just gotta pretend i'm dead now start a new life just walk the East Link. <laughs> That's Port so funny. Cars. All right, at the end I'm of the game. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad your car didn't explode. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> at the end of the game, the scores are Michael Schaefer, two points. Didri Fidge on four points. Adam Knox on seven points. But our winner on eight points is Kirsty Weebeck. Yay. Yay. Yes. Now, Kirsty, I think you've won a few of these lately. I think you've I, been doing I have, and I'm right. very competitive. <laughs> Because you win, you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. Where can people find Kirsty Weebeck? Uh, you can find me on all social media at Kirsty Weebeck. Um, I'm a very prolific tweeter, I've been told. And uh, my website, kirstyweebeck.com, also. Uh, and also, you're doing shows around the country, is hopefully, fingers yeah. crossed, we, we can yeah. leave this state. Thank God for you, Josh, because I'm like, that'll do. But, yeah, I've got lots of shows coming up. Yeah, I've got my um, my full-length show is uh, heading to Brisbane and the Gold Coast and Sydney and Canberra in the next few months. So all of the details for that are on my social media and my website as well. Great. Adam Knox, where can people find you? Um, I want them to listen to three different podcasts. Uh, Ooh, Spooky is one of them. That's a comedy podcast where we go through this book that has like spooky tales in it. And uh, we say, <laughs> that didn't happen. Pretty good. Uh, there's another one that uh, I wear my glasses for that's about video games called Filthy Casuals. And there's a third one that's starting on Monday where me and uh, Ben Vanell are going and watching every episode of The Sopranos. And we're talking about The Sopranos because that show is uh, still good. And hopefully relevant enough that we're doing it. And that's called Gabba Ghoul. Great title. Love it. I saw that today. Made me laugh a lot. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Dee, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Figgled, uh, Instagram at Fidge. Um, just follow my writing and stuff. I've got a piece out tomorrow in The Guardian and next week in the ABC. People like reading dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I highly recommend And Schaefer, where can people find you? Uh, on social media, Michael Schaefer. I just made a TikTok account, so that's how my mental health is going during lockdown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to try and get to the Bondi Festival in July. Let's see if they let me in. And then Darwin and Perth as well. So, uh, oh, I'm, I'm meant to do a show in Melbourne too in a few weeks, but ugh, who knows if that's going to happen. Hey, uh, 
a whole bunch of shows may I don't know what's happening with my shows uh, interstate but you know just go to joshhill.com.au that's where I'll put all the stuff but I do have one show which I know was absolutely going ahead and not going to be cancelled which is I'm filming my show Josh Hill Talks at Superdoll Studios on August 4 tickets are only $12 so come along if you've not seen it or if you have seen it and want to see it again just make sure you laugh at all the right spots uh, so go to joshhill.com.au for the tickets thanks everyone for being Patreon subscribers thanks everyone for playing we'll see you next time bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 